Blog Talk Radio. And you're listening to Live Without Limits, Dreams Come True with the Right Mindset on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And today's show is titled, Stop Over-Apologizing, Why Saying Sorry Less Can Make You Feel More Powerful. Now, I can remember when I was a kid and my older sister is deaf. And all she ever did was apologize and say she was sorry. And that was coming from a point of her constantly being put down and made to feel that she was less of a person simply because she was deaf. And she couldn't understand why what was happening to her was happening to her. So I'm sorry, but I have to say this. But starting your sentences with I'm sorry when you aren't really sorry does a lot more harm than you think. Being sorry is simply defined. Sorry, feeling regret, compunction, sympathy, pity, said dictionary.com. Except that so many of us say, I'm sorry, in situations that don't call for an apology. Over-apologizing is a real thing. For some of us, we're being too hard on ourselves, anticipating that something we said will offend someone or provoke them. For some of us, it seems from that it stems from something in our past that may have been some kind of unhealthy relationship. Still, more of us don't feel like we can just say what we want in terms of boundaries. So instead of saying, I need you to give me some space, you say, I'm sorry. Can you move, please? I don't need to be sorry, but it's like a reflex. Why? Let's talk about it. Well, before I get into it, let's talk about why people say I'm sorry, because it's supposedly a polite way of asking for something that someone should be able to realize that they need to move or do something to begin with. So why should you stop saying that you're sorry? Don't believe me and consider that saying sorry when you don't really need to be can have some unintended effects on those around you. You can come across 
as insincere. Overly using the phrase, I'm sorry, can make listeners start suspecting that it is just something you say to get off the hot seat. They begin to doubt the authenticity of the words that you utter altogether. You seem like you're unsure of yourself. And sometimes it makes them wonder if you have any sense of self-worth. Why would you be apologizing for something that was obviously the fault of the other person? Observers would wonder if themselves and the person being apologized to may even wonder the same thing. So people might think you're incompetent in a professional setting, using the word too many times to communicate a sense of incompetence, lack of confidence, and uncertainty. You feel powerless. Other times, it can be a strong indicator of a power imbalance in a relationship. Over-apologizing in a relationship can lead to you being taken advantage of, always assuming that you're responsible when conflict or disagreement comes and may give an unrealistic sense of reality, and you can become a punching bag for someone else. It seems like you have a weakness if you always feel that you have to apologize so that other people feel good. Are you really thinking about your own needs? Sadly, sorry, too much also communicates that you're overly dependent on external approval. Sound familiar? Take comfort because it may not entirely be your fault. Always remember this, that being sorry and always being the one to apologize gives the other person enough power that they can literally walk all over you for anything. And I mean anything. So you need to be aware that you have to show power for yourself. You have to take care of your own inner child. And that inner child is the one that kind of feels like he has to apologize. One of the things that I talk about in my five-day challenge is that subconscious mind. And, and how that subconscious mind gets that way is simply that when you're a child, someone will, the messages that you're being given about yourself kind of lets you feel very insecure. So what happens is to feel powerful, you're going to, to try and abuse someone else to make yourself a powerful, and then turn around and apologize for it. But remember this, that it, relationships have to be equal. And 
It's how you deal with it. And when when you're the one that has the low self-esteem and you're the one that's always apologizing to the other person because they have to have that control, then what message are you literally sending them to begin with? So why do we apologize so much? If the conversation around you, saying sorry too much, resonates with you, take some time to think about why you feel you need to apologize all the time. Some of us may feel like we are burdens or that we're not important. There can be some deep-seated reasons for why we feel that way. You have a deep sense of compassion for others. You once got into an abusive relationship where you had to apologize a lot to avoid confrontation. You had a strict upbringing and your parents made you say, I'm sorry, one too many times. Maybe you don't like conflict. You always want to receive any air of tension, even before it starts sprouting. And maybe you're just so agreeable or you are unsure of who is wrong. Or maybe you just very high on anxiety spectrum. Maybe you keep your foot on the I'm sorry, portal, to avoid incident. Now, especially the one that says you've been in an abusive relationship where you have learned to apologize a lot or that your personality is such that you don't want to see conflict, so what happens? You become the one that apologizes just to keep everything on even keel. Well, remember this, you have a right, just as well as anyone else, to demand not be disrespected by someone else. And when you're not at fault, you should not apologize at all. The problem, however, is that sprinkling of I'm sorry over every conversation, like a chef's sprinkle salt on dishes, not only in, invalidates you, it destroys the work of your apologies too. It is a common response for people these days, but it's really important to, for all of us to recognize that there are some things we absolutely do not need to apologize for. Needless to say, you shouldn't apologize for your feelings, your opinions, your looks, your achievements, your natural quirks. The question, as long as you don't sound rude, the actions of others, how you decide to allocate your attention, circumstances that are beyond your control. That being said, there are some basic steps that you need to practice over time 
to aid you from stop saying I'm sorry when you don't really need to. Now, remember this much. Everyone has feelings, and you have a right to feel the way you do. You have a right to your opinions on a situation because, you know, not everyone is going to agree. And we're living in a time when conservatives are are seeming to take over things and dictate to other people how they should live their lives based on their own beliefs. But you know what? You, You have a right to choose the lifestyle that you want, and no one else should tell you how you should lead it. Five ways to stop saying sorry too much. One, be mindful. Pause and recognize when you are not sorry. This might sound easy, but it is perhaps the most difficult phrase. You need to remind yourself that you don't have to apologize for existing and living. Sometimes you would only realize after the words have been spilled, but don't give up. This would also require you to study what triggers your knee-jerk responses so you can watch out for them. With time and increased self-awareness, you will be able to stop yourself midway and even catch yourself before monitoring the words. Here's another thing. If you're not sure of how you really feel, then you need to do some inner soul searching. And that may come from taking yoga or transcendental meditation but the or even reading books on self-help. Things like Uh, If you look back on the games people play by Eric Byrne and scripts people live by Thomas Gordon, in those books, it tells you or it teaches you the difference between the parent, the adult, the child, and the parent often says you should, the adult says I'm able to, and the child says I want. And often there may be conflicts and messages being given. And when that happens, well, then what happens? You feel like you have to apologize. So take control of your life and recognize that there are many situations where you don't need to apologize at all. Two, refine how you express your emotions. You feel different emotions in different circumstances, but you need to fall back on the I'm sorry cushion. It is a cushion that you've learned to express and say over time simply because when you were a child, what do your parents teach you to do? To apologize, to say you're sorry. (laughs) Now, when you're in the wrong, 
it's right to say you're sorry. But when you're not in the wrong, it's not, you should stand by your convictions and how you're feeling. And don't let anyone invalidate what you're feeling inside of you. Because when you do that, then, then what's going to happen the next time you get in a certain situation, you're going to do the exact same thing because that's your learned behavior. <laughs> Show compassion. Rather than apologize when you see someone hurting, you can be more direct and tell them, what you really feel. That is swamp. I'm sorry, with I can imagine how you feel. It's a pity. I know it's difficult. Please take heart or some other variation of that. So remember, it is not your fault, and you only are emphasizing not taking the blame. Okay. So when we're talking about showing compassion, remember what happens with is when you see someone that's hurting, you'll automatically say, oh, I'm sorry to see that happening to you. But there's a better way to say it. And that's why instead of saying you're sorry, just why not say, I can imagine how you feel, right? Because what you're doing is you're showing them empathy when you say, I can imagine how you feel. So, I know it's difficult. Please take heart. That's a better way of helping someone understand why they're feeling that way and helping them and, and validating their feelings. Because we should always validate each other and accept each other for who we are, and we should never try to change someone. So you shouldn't be saying things like you're taking on the blame for someone else. Show gratitude. When someone does something nice for you, you don't have to apologize for being in a position where they volunteer to help. Rather, appreciate them for being such nice people. Swap. I'm sorry for being such a burden. Thank you so much for being there. I appreciate your effort. You are you are a darling and some other nice words. And all you're doing is showing gratitude to someone for the fact that they've done something for you. It, it's not hard to go out of you so out of their way to help someone. And often all they want to do is feel gratitude for the fact that they've done something nice for someone. Pose your questions confidently. Don't start with an apology as though you are not worthy of speaking. Don't say, I'm sorry. Can you explain X, Y, Z instead of go on and say, I do not understand what you mean by X. Can you please clarify? Can you please explain why? What does 
the name. Remember this, when people get to talking, they talk to you as though they assume you know all the information that they know. And when you don't, all you have to do is ask the, you don't have to apologize for asking questions of anyone. The problem is that it's so ingrained in us to apologize whenever we say something that it just automatically comes out that way. Set your boundaries clearly. You don't need to apologize. You don't have to apologize when telling people what you need. You don't have to say, I'm sorry, can you go outside instead of saying, please, go outside. You shouldn't be here. Or maybe you can explain why. For example, you can't be here because X reason. In summary, be your authentic self. Don't try to look good in the eyes of people. Do what is right when it's right and let that be enough for you. When it is necessary, apologize from the bottom of your heart. But when you have no reason to, do not say that you are sorry because you really don't need to be sorry for anything. And remember this, that when you are, when you are asking for things that you need from someone, it's just being respectful. Now, what I also would like to talk about is why, why you need or, or you should add an apology as as something Okay, so let's talk about what a real apology looks like because, or, or some of the, or maybe let's take it this way, the nine rules for true apologies, simply because understanding them helps you to realize when is the right time to apologize. So, a true apology does not include the word but. I'm sorry, but. But automatically cancels out an apology. Now, there are times when you might need to apologize to someone for something that you've done that offended them or said something. But there are times to understand that you are not always in the wrong and you don't always have to. So that what you need to understand is that you need to forgive yourself. And self-forgiveness is one of the most powerful steps that you can take to rid yourself of emotional abuses, of debilitating shame. And self-forgiveness soothes the body and mind after the pain caused by shame that a facilitates healing. 
So once you understand yourself and your actions, then you begin to work on self-forgiveness. Rather than apologizing to someone for something that they did wrong, be aware that you don't need to apologize for someone else's fault, but you need to protect yourself and you need to set boundaries for yourself. The problem is that not everyone knows how to set boundaries for others to to uh, take and allow others to take control over them. So what you should you do when you're setting boundaries? And what you need to do is kind of, okay, so you have a clear understanding of what you want from the interaction of the relationship. Have you a clear understanding of what your priority is in setting the boundary? So ask yourself, how much does getting what I want mean to me versus how much does the relationship mean to me? So look at it this way. Instead of apologizing, sit down with each other. Discuss the problem. See where each of you are at fault. And instead of being the one to be submissive, allow both of you to deal with it. You know, the biggest thing that we talk about is communication. And I remember when I first started doing a podcast, I knew someone that wanted to start his own podcast on communication, and he just had no idea about what to talk on that would sustain him having a podcast. Well, there's a lot of things that you can talk about on how and what is good communication in today's society. And always being the one to apologize, to be submissive, is not always the way you want to handle something. Therefore, the best way to do it is to come at each other as equals. And when you look at relationships and how things were formed, like earlier we were talking about how being submissive to one person and always being the one to give in and apologize when all they are is on a power game does not help you one bit because then it, you're going to apologize for something that you really don't need to apologize for, and then what else is going to happen? Well, then you're going to put yourself in a position where you are going to constantly be the one that gives in. I can remember many, many years ago when I was 12 years old and I was being physically abused by my father and he would not, and his, his, what he said to me was that he wouldn't give me my allowance until I apologized. And it took me six weeks to finally apologize. But what was I apologizing for? The fact that he was abusing me? And do you know that's the only time my father ever told me that he loved me and hugged me and he passed away when I was 18 years old? So remember that it's a power struggle with someone else to make you feel like 
you're the bad person because you don't apologize. Now, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And I have, you can get either individual or group coaching. And what I also want to tell you about is a five-day challenge that I'm running that's called Change Your Thoughts to Transform Your Life. And the first day, we talked about those unconscious thoughts. On the second day, we talked about those toxic relationships and your mental health because those toxic relationships can really put you in in a place where you're going to feel like you have to apologize all the time. On day three, we talk about the workplace culture and the importance of communication. On the fifth day, we talk about changing those negative thoughts into positive ones. And on the fifth day, we review everything. And you can go to change your thoughts, challenge dot com forward slash join the challenge. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.